From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, a one-on-one chat with Raina Sinathambi, Managing Director of Springfield City Group, formerly Springfield Land Corporation. Daughter of the legendary Maha Sinathambi, Raina has been part of the executive team since 1998. It's Sunday, December 13, 2020, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Raina Sinathambi was born in Malaysia and is one of four children to Maha and Yoga Sinathambi. The family made the move from Perth to Brisbane in the 1980s. Since arriving in Queensland, it's been some journey with business partner Bob Sharpless, especially the decision in 1992 to buy about 3,000 hectares of land that nobody wanted and which later became known as Greater Springfield. Raina Sinathambi has kindly agreed to share her story. Thanks for talking with Ipswich today, Raina. A pleasure, Alan. Thanks for having me. What are your first memories of your family as a little girl, especially of your mum and dad? Oh, gosh, that's a good question and probably a hard one, but it would probably be time that we were growing up in Perth um, in a very sort of basic house that uh, eventually actually became an office building that my father constructed. You moved to Perth from Kuala Lumpur when still a baby. Did you hear many stories from your parents about their lives before you were born? Oh, yeah, definitely, um, Alan. They had um, uh, obviously married and uh, settled uh, down in a new home in Kuala Lumpur, but it was a bit with unease at the time in the city and uh, there was a lot of um, unrest and they decided it wasn't a place to raise a family and eventually decided to... um, to come to Australia and my dad had studied in Sydney um, so he was obviously familiar with Australia and his brother had moved to Perth so I thought I think he was drawn to Perth because of that family connection. Undoubtedly. Now the school years would have been a big influence on shaping your life. Where did you attend primary school and secondary school and did you enjoy your school days? Yeah most of my schooling was actually in Perth Um and uh, I did love my school days. Um, I think uh, growing up in such a vibrant um, atmosphere surrounded by people that, you know, were just wanting to have have a bit of a good time, but also my parents, I guess, being very aspirational and wanting to offer the best for their kids. So I was very fortunate. I went to a wonderful school. Um, and grew up with people that um, were very like-minded to that aspirational um, family values. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed my childhood and my school days, um, and, and particularly the time that I was in Perth. It sounds like your dad, Maha, was as driven by his convictions then as he is now. And uh, one of my favourites being is that education is the currency of the future. 
Were you? Mm. Did you feel as though you were under any pressure while you were at school? No, oh, look, there, there was no doubt my uh, parents wanted us to, um, you know, be the best people that we could be. And they really, I could say, they gave us every opportunity to succeed in whatever we wanted, whether it was um, sporting endeavours or educational or academic activities. They really encouraged us to do our best. I don't think I felt pressure other than probably pressure from myself to just be the best that I could be. And, um, yeah, I think that is your own challenge, the challenge that you set for yourself, but also very, very much supported by both my parents. By the time you got to year 12, did you have a Mm -hmm. career in mind? Mm, Yeah, I probably had a number of careers in mind, to be honest, Alan. And um, one of them was architecture. That's where I actually, for most of my school days, thought I would land up. Um, But I was probably, you know, shown another sort of line of thinking and probably led a lot by my father on that. Um, and ended up doing law by the time I got to uni. So you set out to make your own way in the world, separate from mm-hmm. the family business. Mm-hmm. You, you just mentioned law, so you you mm-hmm. was that difficult for you, or you 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 adapted to it really well? Yeah, actually, uh, I actually loved the law, and I think um, it was a great place for me to be. I uh, obviously, because of my family background, ended up in property law which is where I practiced for a number of years. And um, that felt very comfortable to me, and I really actually enjoyed the law. I still enjoy the law and things to do with the legal side of our business. Um, but ultimately, um, my father sort of said, oh, come and help me out. And, and yeah, so along I came to Greater Springfield. Did those discussions take place over several months or it was basically an overnight decision? Uh, no, I probably think it ha- was probably a discussion over a couple of years and um, my father probably thought I'd immediately respond and say, yeah, I'll come across. But it probably took me some time to think about it and um, then I eventually made the the decision to to try it out. So I think that was about 22 years ago. How time flies. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Alan. Yeah, it's really been a whirlwind and rollercoaster since then. Well, in that time, how would you describe the changes you've seen in Greater Springfield and Ipswich more broadly? Well, I think the entire region has changed remarkably and um, many people, uh, not only in the city of Ipswich but beyond, would have seen those changes. And, you know, primarily it's been changed um, because of the people that have moved to the corridor and I think that's what's really Um, given the next boost to the city. So, one, people can talk about the infrastructure, and, of course, infrastructure makes a huge amount of difference to a region, and that certainly made a difference to the entire corridor. But I I think you've just seen the nature of the corridor change by the nature of people moving into the corridor. Well, it only seems like the other day. I remember attending the opening of the Centenary Highway Extension before the lake was built at Springfield Lakes and we were literally sitting in the bush. Um, I think other memorable moments would be the beginning of uh, USQ construction before Sinathambi Boulevard was there. Then, of course, there's Brookwater and Augusta Parkway, the town centre, the Marta Hospital. What what are the big milestones that uh, stick in your mind? Yeah, there's definitely been those game-changing moments, and you're right, um, Alan, that one of them was the the, um, 
construction or the opening of the Centenary Highway to Springfield. I think the other game changer was the rail coming into um, Greater Springfield that's really made a difference as to how people perceive the region and the connectivity for the people that live in Greater Springfield and beyond. Um, And I think the other place that's really changed the way the city celebrates is Rebel Domain. Social infrastructure is a huge part of any community and I feel that Rebel Domain really changed how people gather and celebrate, especially really important um, celebrations or commemorations such as Anzac Day and, of course, annual carols, which is where we really see different parts of the community come out, gather and, you know, really be in touch with each other and I think that Rebel Domain has added a very special element to the entire region. It certainly has, uh, Raina. It, it's just, it's almost become the, the, the very heart of the greater Springfield area. It's such a contrast to those people who are able to see it before construction began. <laughs> yeah, well, um, probably um, the earliest memory I have of this particular part of greater Springfield, it was the site of the Scout Jamboree that was held back in the late 90s and I think not many people would remember that but um, that was part of the early use of the land in its very raw state but what it's become is is really something that's quite unique to the whole region. As Managing Director of uh, Springfield City Group, you're no doubt called on to make some tough decisions, comes with the Territory and take part in major negotiations. Is the gender balance improving in the corporate world and who are the toughest negotiators, men or women? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think um, in the property industry, which is you know primarily the area where we play, um, we, we definitely have seen a change in the industry over the time that I've been involved, definitely. I remember going to events in the early 90s and, and being one of the very few women attending property events and what I see now is far more balance in some of those events and some corporates that are making a particular effort um, to make sure gender balance is in, you know, every panel that you uh, are part of or or hear about and I think that's um, encouraging but obviously still a lot more work to be done in that space. You know, you need to start somewhere and having some um, direction, some targets, some great mentors, um, the male champions of change, which is a very big um, part of the property industry, has helped some of that take place. You've also been on some uh, industry bodies of note. How did you enjoy your time uh, on those? Oh, definitely. Look, it's been a game changer for me personally. Um particularly with the Property Council of Australia where I've spent a lot of um, uh, my own time and I would encourage people to get involved with their industry bodies um, because as much as you will get out of it, you're also giving back to your industry your own knowledge um, and I find that it helps me personally um, in so many ways uh, that it's a very rewarding experience. Well, with education being one of the pillars of uh, Greater Springfield, what advice can you give young women who are now looking at their education and career after year 12? Any avenue to get education is 
um, something that should be explored. Obviously, people take their own time and their own pathways to start their careers. But one thing I would say is start. And that is sometimes the hardest step in the journey. And sometimes you'll continually question yourself, but there's nothing like giving something a go. And by giving it a go, you'll explore your talents, your interests, and you'll find your path to your career. So the only way you can uh, begin the journey is to actually begin. And sometimes that's the hardest step, but it will get you started. And and that's where you need to, to begin. That's so true. Taking that first step out the door, often the hardest. Let's talk about the future. Where's the project timeline at now and what's next for uh, Springfield City Group? Uh, it's a great question, Alan, and I think that's you know one of the most asked questions that I get. We believe that we're about 25% into the project. There's a lot more to come. Um, not all of that's residential. There's so many other elements of Greater Springfield that we wish to deliver. I think you'll see a changing nature of the residential in Greater Springfield. We're seeing the emergence of a single-person household right across the country, and that's really encouraged us to look at different housing products, including apartments. So I think you'll see apartments emerging as part of uh, the mix that's offered in Greater Springfield, particularly areas that are close to the uh, train station. Mm -hmm. Um, That sort of medium to high density makes sense around those locations, transit-orientated developments and the like. I also think you'll see uh, a lot more leisure activities be part of the offering in Greater Springfield and um, we're exploring different things that might uh, form part of the leisure offering. And um, of course, we're really looking forward to seeing the Brisbane Lions um, women's team um, start to play games in Greater Springfield once their stadium is completed, hopefully in the next 18 months. That's not too far away. Yes, that'll be another significant visual game changer for Greater Springfield. What does Raina Sinathambi do for fun outside of work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I think, you know, everything you should do should be about having a bit of fun, so including your work. It shouldn't be... Um, a, a drudge or treacherous thing to do. It should be enjoyable, but obviously outside work hours. I just like to spend time with my family and um, certainly get out in the outdoors and do some exercise and physical activity rather than sitting at my desk, which is what I do mostly at work, and enjoying the beautiful place that's Queensland. And we're one of the healthiest places in the world to be at the moment, so. It really is um, a great part of the world to live in. We are very lucky. It seems a bit odd I'm going to ask you a question about travel in these COVID times, but when we are able to travel again, uh, anything on your bucket list that you'd like to uh, go and see? One of my first places I will be heading is um, to see one of my best friends who lives in Singapore, and she's lived there for a number of years, and we actually grew up together in Perth, but we often catch up in Singapore, and I'd just like to see her again and, and be able to know that, you know, we can jump on a plane any time and catch up because it's one thing, it's the place, but the other thing is just having, you know, very unique friendships that have lasted through time and that you can see each other face-to-face once again. Raina Sinathambi from Springfield City Group, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with Ipswich today. Thank you very much, Alan. 
Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the donate button at the bottom of the page. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.